Welcome to the Yoga Teacher CEO Podcast with me, your host, yoga teacher, CEO, and business coach, Della Wheeler. Join me as we combine strategy and soul to elevate your yoga business with ease. Welcome back to the Yoga Teacher CEO podcast. We are back for, I guess you could call this the second season, and I know what you're thinking. It's been a while. The last episode that I recorded was in August of 2022. It really doesn't feel that long ago, but the podcast needed a pause. Honestly, my business needed a pause too. 2022 was kind of a combination of being an arduous year and a beautiful year for me and Yoga Teacher CEO. I had a lot of growth spurts last year. I sat down on um, the first day of 2023 and I wrote a letter to myself and kind of like a letter to the coming year. It was a big hit on social media, so I wanted to share that with you before I dive into this episode. So here it goes. I'm always struck by the woman that meets me at the end of each year. She always far exceeds any expectation I had, any goal I set, or any wish I made. A couple of years ago, I decided to stop telling myself that I'd lose weight, strike up a new hobby, or become some newer, more improved version of myself. I stopped telling myself that I needed to be anything else other than the perfect me that's been available since the very beginning of my life. For lack of better words, I stopped playing into the new year, new me bullshit. Because every year before, it'd been New Year, new same me, and I was tired of being disappointed. So the question became, how can I access the never-ending well of peace inside of me? Instead of, how can I access approval and accolades outside of me? When the question changed, it stopped making sense to constantly berate myself for past decisions or worry about what's going to happen next. It started making more sense to be present with each moment that laid out before me. And with presence, things just started getting better and better and better. Turns out, underneath the mess of expectation was a mass of miracles. Miracles that had been patiently waiting to meet me. And every moment of this year was miraculous. It was hard as hell at some points. I cried a lot. I made very hard decisions. I lost a few people along the way. I did a few things I never thought I was capable of doing. I spent a lot of time in the chrysalis. Parts of me died. I got to travel. I made some of the best friends I've ever made. I led retreats. I grew a business. I did work that filled me up to the brim. I became a really good cook. I came back to writing. I did lots of therapy. 
I built a spiritual practice. I walked with friends. I danced at live shows. I fell in love. None of it is lost on me. When I stopped wishing I could be someone else or somewhere else, I got to see that I am the one and I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. Here for it all. So I want to start by saying Happy New Year to you. The New Year is always a beautiful time to hit reset, get clear on your vision, and start taking some big action steps towards the life and the business that you want. For the next several episodes, I'm going to be sharing with you some of like my most favorite things that I've learned in the last few years some things that have really completely changed the way that I live and interact with the world around me. All of these little golden nuggets of wisdom are going to apply to your life and your business. Some of the themes will be getting empowered, aligning your actions with your values, mastering the energies of masculine and feminine, being well-rested, money, the list goes on a little bit more, but I don't want to spoil it too much. So I hope that you'll find a few things to resonate with and be inspired um, in these next few weeks to make some changes of your own. I hope that you'll find a few things to resonate with and be inspired by in these next few weeks so that you can make some changes of your own if you want to. In today's episode, I'm feeling called to share my journey, my story. There are some key pieces that have led me to where I am today. I've really never shared my story before. I haven't shared the full story of how Yoga Teachers CEO came to be. I was probably just maybe a little bit afraid to share it and to be seen by you all in this vulnerable way. It's much more comfortable for me to talk about business and strategy and all of that. A little bit less comfortable to talk about who I am at a really personal level. So let's do it. I'm ready now. I want to share this because I know that you're going to see parts of yourself and your own journey mirrored in mine. That's really the beautiful part about being a person is sometimes we can feel so alone, but there are so many other people that are trotting this path alongside of us. So I guess it's time to dive into my story, how all of this came to be. I won't start at the very beginning, like at birth, that might be a little bit too long, (laughs) but I'll start at college. That seems like a good place to start. I went to college not because I wanted to, but because I didn't really feel like there was any other choice. In my household, the question was, where are you going to college? Not, do you want to go (laughs) or do you want to do something different? It was just, where are you going? I ended up going to the same college as my boyfriend at the time, which is a very 18-year-old decision to make. I thought it would be our chance to finally be together and be happy without our parents. 
And pretty promptly after we got there, he broke things off and I was completely heartbroken and I felt really lost. I had put all of my identity into pleasing that person and I became someone really who didn't even look like me, talk like me, or act like me. When he was gone, I felt so lonely. I was away from my hometown for the first time in my life. I had no friends. I was trying to acclimate to being on my own for the first time. So for the first maybe six months, it might have been longer, um, of college, it was, it was kind of like hell. (laughs) You could ask my mom. I called her every day crying and wanting to come home. I ended up majoring in graphic design. I had fallen in love with art in high school. So I thought design would be the best way to both be creative and also make money. Like I wasn't wanting to be an starving artist, if you will. Art school was like this whole new world. I was entranced by every medium. I loved painting. I loved silkscreen printing and black and white photography. It felt magical to be able to do all of those different things. This was a time that I got some glimpses of the way that creativity moves through me. I'm sure in some small ways, I was being healed by these processes, by expressing myself. I don't think I really realized that at the time. Eventually, I fell into a friend group that welcomed me like family, honestly. And in that friend group, we started drinking a lot. I think this is a really normal thing (laughs) that people do in college. Uh, It felt like we were taking it to an extreme. We would get blackout drunk every night of the weekend, get through a week of school, and then we would do it again. Looking back now, I can see that I I was running from a lot of trauma and a lot of hurt that I had experienced as a child, as well as in high school, in that relationship that I was in, and the church I was a part of, I was totally traumatized. I was really wounded, and um, I was putting alcohol and fun kind of on top of all those wounds so that I wouldn't have to, to sit and face them. Um, eventually I ended up getting in trouble for underage drinking (laughs) and that was a huge turning point for me. I got like an underage ticket or whatever. Um, and I decided to shape up and stop drinking until I turned 21 because I'm probably like 19 at this time. When I stopped drinking, this depression and fog came over me. I realized that in some ways I only had friends and I only had fun because I'd been abusing alcohol. Once I turned 21, it really didn't take long before I started abusing uh, alcohol again. I was just falling back into the same patterns. I was masking the hurt and the pain that I was feeling. 
A huge turning point for me was when I signed up for a yoga class for college credit. Here's yoga. It's coming into the picture. I did this class as kind of like a bullshit thing to fill some time, (laughs) give me a few more points towards graduation. But when I stepped into that basement classroom, I had no idea that my life was about to totally change course again. This yoga class was so special. We met twice a week. Uh, One meeting was actually learning the Ashtanga primary series. And the other meeting was diving into yogic philosophy and history. And we even talked about Ayurveda. The teacher was this amazing woman who was probably in her 40s, and she was a total badass. I got hooked on yoga in that room. So I started attending different group classes in Murfreesboro, which is where I was attending school. And there was this little studio on uh, the town square that had aerial classes. I also distinctly remember sweating it out in some Bikram classes at a Gold's Gym. I don't know. (laughs) I was just taking whatever I could get. I was starting to at least grasp that the physical yoga practice was something that I'd been craving and something that felt really, really good for me. Once I graduated college, I immediately moved back to my hometown. Makes sense. I was really missing it. My hometown's Chattanooga, Tennessee. I was offered a job at an advertising firm before I graduated. I They were giving me $35,000 a year. I felt like I'd hit the jackpot. I was so excited. But as soon as I sat down in that dark cubicle, I regretted everything. I regretted everything. Is this what I signed up for? Sitting at a desk for eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, feeling totally uninspired, disconnected, and I had no time to take care of myself. This was the beginning of the desire to work for myself. I don't think I knew it at the time, but it definitely was. I ended up working at that job for a few weeks before they laid me and probably like 10 other people off. So that didn't last very long. I guess it was a blessing in disguise. I was devastated at the time, but I got over it. It was around this time that I found a home studio in Chattanooga, which was definitely another blessing. As soon as I stepped foot into Yoga Landing, I knew it was the place. I knew it was my place that I was going to literally land for a while. Soon after I found that home studio, I was called to sign up for teacher training. They were offering 200-hour training. I felt totally unequipped. I was really kind of a beginner still, and I didn't have any idea if I wanted to teach or not. I just knew I wanted to do the training. It was a really scary decision. Another decision that completely changed the course of my life. And the training group that I ended up with was a community, just a beautiful community that I still have. I'm still friends with so many of those people, like really, really good friends. In the meantime, 
I went through a lot more shitty startup and advertising agency jobs. <laughs> a lot. Um, I realized that being a graphic designer kind of puts you into those sketchy places that are laying people off a lot or um, really small businesses that have like toxic environments. And in 2017, I think, I decided to quit my job and move into a van with my boyfriend at the time. This was a big deal for me. It was very scary. We had saved up a couple thousand dollars each, and we just hit the road for a few months. The trip was incredible. It was so life-giving. We saw incredible national parks. We slept under the stars every night. We were totally and completely free. It was my first taste of that complete freedom. I distinctly remember riding around in the van thinking, how's everyone else just at work right now? <laughs> What's everyone doing? <laughs> I saw that there was so much more to life that I'd been missing out on. And I knew that the way that I worked would never be the same after this trip. Serendipitously, when I got back, Yoga Landing was looking for some help at the front desk. They also wanted some help with marketing. So instead of coming back and, and immediately going back to a nine to five job, I had a new schedule and a completely new way of working. Before this time, I had taught just a little bit of yoga at a smaller studio in town, but this was the time for me to really start teaching. I did want to teach, it turned out. <laughs> and when you work in a studio, there are plenty of opportunities to teach. So that's exactly what I did. It wasn't long before I was teaching and subbing like five to 10 classes a week. Um, and I wasn't teaching just because I loved it. I was also teaching because I needed money. Working at a yoga studio was one of the more broke times of my life. I hate to say it, but I was broke. This is when this kind of vicious burnout cycle started. I was working 40 hours a week at the studio. I was teaching as many classes as I possibly could. And even more, I was trying to find like freelance marketing and graphic design projects to give me more supplemental income. I was scared to look at my paycheck. I was scared to check my bank account. I even had to start using a credit card to pay for my groceries because I could not afford to live with the pay that I was receiving. And in some weird, like, kind of sick way, I thought I was doing it right. <laughs> I'm supposed to be broke to be of service, right? Like, that's what I was taught as a yoga teacher. After a couple of years of this vicious cycle, I ended up hitting a breaking point. I was so worried about money. It was very dark. I was doing work that I loved so much, but that work was not sustaining me. I was working from this place of lack and depletion, and I just had this feeling deep down that there was a better way. 
I remember being on a walk one day and calling my mom. I was crying and asking her for advice because I was just so sad that I loved this work, but it wasn't paying me enough. She encouraged me to kind of change my course so that I could feel safe and secure with money again, have a salary, health insurance, paid time off. (laughs) And all of that sounded so amazing at the time because I was just dying the slow death. This was a time of a lot of shame when I had to start applying for jobs. It felt like a failure because being a yoga teacher was this dream, but it was a dream that I wasn't succeeding at. I ended up going back to a full-time job with my tail tucked between my legs. Around this time, a few more very timely, serendipitous chain of events happened. So first, the studio owner at Yoga Landing asked me to start teaching marketing and social media in their 200-hour and 300-hour training programs. And it seemed like a totally natural evolution. I was combining my skill set of design and marketing with my obsession with yoga. This was the beginning of Yoga Teacher CEO. In this chain of events, one of my friends invited me to this Facebook group for yoga teachers, and it was called the Abundant Yogi Collective. I started following along and seeing that there were yoga teachers that were creating incredible online businesses. I followed my instincts again, and I signed up for this mentorship program called Butterfly School. I want to take a quick moment to call out the teachers of this program really quickly because they're all amazing and they were pivotal to the creation of Yoga Teacher CEO. Emily Cecil, Ellie Aaron, Christina Madison, and Malia Holleran. I'll tag them all in the show notes so you can follow along and see what they're up to. I'm pretty sure Butterfly School is no longer an offering, but they each offer some amazing wisdom and inspiration. Butterfly School gave me courage, the courage that I needed to start Yoga Teacher CEO. I knew that I could help yoga teachers with marketing and social media and growing their following. It was something that I was already doing for myself. So I did it. I opened a Facebook group. I created an Instagram account and I got to work. This was, it's sounding like a really great time, but it was kind of a dark time because my burnout cycle got even worse around this time because now I'm working a a 40-hour-a-week full-time job. I'm teaching probably five or six yoga classes a week. And I'm trying to build an online business. I was either working or thinking about working every waking hour. I was hungry to make this online business work, but I also wanted to pay the bills. I was wearing burnout like a badge of honor. I was proud of myself for staying busy and appearing successful. Whenever someone would ask me how I was, I would say, I'm busy. I'm busy. And that felt good to me. But at the end of the day, I was so unhappy. I would get home sometimes and lay on the floor and just cry. 
I was experiencing this cocktail of exhaustion and depletion and loneliness. On the outside, it seemed like I was doing great, but I was dying on the inside. This was another moment where I had that deep down thought of there's got to be a better way. So through this was a kind of a long journey, probably a year or two of me getting help. This is an important piece. I got help. I sought out mentorship and therapy to help me find another way of being. Because I was so um, anxious. I had so much anxiety and fear of not being good enough that I was working and piling on all this stuff on top of it. And I wasn't getting down to the root cause. So I joined programs that had other yoga entrepreneurs. I found a yoga therapist. Shout out to Carrie Marino. I'll also tag her in the show notes. She's incredible. And I slowly started to peel back the layers of my anxiety and truly kind of like workaholic tendencies. I committed to changing the way that I live and changing the way that I work. And I have to say that today my life looks totally different. (laughs) It looks so different and it feels so different. I teach just a handful of yoga classes now. I work just a few days a week just a few hours a day sometimes, and I no longer operate from that place of burnout. This has given me a life that I am in love with. I have friends that I adore. I love where I live. I have time to take care of myself and rest. The list really does go on. And I have to just say that since its creation, Yoga Teacher CEO has helped hundreds of people step into a more empowered way of being. I have created online programs, one-on-one offerings, branding offerings. The list goes on. It's taken this full almost three years to establish myself, but each day I get more and more confident with where I'm headed and what I'm doing. Fast forward to now, and Yoga Teacher CEO is still going strong. I've changed my course many times. If you've been here since the beginning, you've noticed that. I've changed the name of the group. I've changed the things that I offer. I've totally wondered, what am I doing a lot of the time? I've given up a few times. I've thought about giving up a million times. But I keep coming back to my mission, which is to help spread the practice of yoga to more people. I share the story and I brag a little bit on myself because I think that it's so, so powerful. I encourage you to share your story, share your struggles, share what you're doing that feels amazing and that you're succeeding at because we all need this connection. We all need this inspiration. If you get anything, if you get just one thing from the story, I want you to know that you are the key to the change that you're looking for. 
I thought for so long I was a victim. I thought this is just the yoga industry or this is just the way that the world works. Like I have to have a nine to five job. I have to work for someone else in order to be happy or to be successful or to have money. Um, The world is hard. Life is hard. I felt like such a victim. I was not in charge of my life. But it turned out that I was the missing ingredient. (laughs) You are the missing ingredient. You have the power. You get to choose what your life and your business are going to look like. I really want you to see that this, what I'm doing, or whatever you want to do, your vision is possible. It's totally possible. I believe that one million percent. If any of this is resonating with you at all, I want to invite you to a free workshop that's coming up. It's called You Get to Choose. I designed this workshop to bring you back into your power to help you create a business plan for 2023. A business plan that fits your life, not the other way around. We're not fitting our life around our business. We're fitting our business into our beautiful, rich life. We're going to meet up during the new moon to make sure that these uh, intentions have a little extra potency. I'll put the link to register for that workshop in the show notes below. Next week, I'm going to touch on this idea a little bit more of choice and empowerment. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening to my story. Thanks for uh, listening to me ramble. There was part of me that thought that this was not important and that I shouldn't share it, but I did it anyway. Until next time, I'm rooting for you. See you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Yoga Teacher CEO. If you're loving the podcast, leave a rating and review. Wanting to dive deeper? Check the show notes for additional resources for your personal and professional growth.